you gonna be science went too far if someone or something doesn't take action soon man as we know it will be eradicated by this threat two men have taken up the challenge of figuring out a way to survive they call this process beer movies Hello and welcome to Beer Movies, a podcast where we attempt to find the best, worst films ever made and discuss over a beer. So sit back, relax and crack open a cold one as we dive into this week's film, Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. As usual, I am joined by my co-host Mark and as per every episode, would you like to do the uh, rundown of this film please? Yeah, I'm just going to have another sip of this beer, don't you? Yeah, you go for it. After having a really naff one few weeks back so i kind of wanted something nice so happy with that uh i am not too uh sure how this one's gonna go that's always the way isn't it? it's that first sip oh, yeah. sometimes you're like oh no yeah okay so way. silent night deadly night welcome by the way it's christmas merry christmas yeah indeed merry christmas Enjoy we'll put a little uh put some jingle bells on our theme oh yeah good luck you, you've set yourself up there so good luck i have haven't i anyway yeah. We'll go with our general summary that we always go with that I like to do. So, uh, little Billy witness witnesses his parents being killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa that Santa punishes those who are naughty. Make sure you're good this year. That's all I'm saying. Now, Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage and he's just become Santa. What happens next? <laughs> Indeed. Um... Yeah, this is pretty yeah. fucking brutal to start with. Yeah, this feels like a mean film. Yeah, yeah, it's like trauma personified and yeah, overly brutal for no necessary reason on occasions as well. Gets yeah, a little bit rapey too, which I yeah, was really not liking. I if mean, you if you told me this yeah. came out of the eighties at uh, the seventies, rather, I would not have been surprised because I feel like their horror films were a little bit meaner than. By the time it got to the 80s. Um, yeah. Because you had your, like, uh, Last House on the Left and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Whereas this came out the same year as Nightmare on Elm Street, I believe. Yeah, um, which is a bit more campy so, fun. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he still, Freddy Krueger still was a paedophile, but he was more of a fun character. Is he paedophile in the original? I don't know if he is 100% in the original, based on the storyline they go with, but they definitely yeah. push it in the remake. Yeah, I, rem- I remember that from the remake. I don't remember it so much from that original. Um, but I've only seen that once, to be fair. Yeah. So. It's probably one and done. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah so unlike uh, last week's episode, where we were kind of touched on how sometimes these films... Um, it's a very thin line where it's B-movie and where it's not. I would mm. firmly say this is not a B-movie. Um, yeah, I think this one was name alone. was definitely, oh, this is a B-movie. Yeah, um, so I, when you wrote this down, I had a vague understanding this film existed, mostly based on the poster, which has, um, like, Santa's arm holding an axe down a chimney. Yeah. Um, I'd seen that poster a few times. What I hadn't realised is that this had a sequel, which had a scene that became a meme at, like, I don't know, five years ago, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Where a character's going, garbage day, and then kill someone or something, I can't quite remember it. Um, I didn't realise 
that was part of this. Yes, yeah, so this was Until the sequel. The day. That obviously, the end of this film has very much a big hint that it's going to be a sequel. Big and time. then they go on to do five of these. I think if you're in America, the Shudder has all five. Uh, over here, we've got the two. Uh, and, a, and a very loose remake, apparently. The one that you warned me oh, not the to Silent click. Night one. Yeah, I think it's the problem. It's apparently like, a loose connection. Player. I get the player words. I think I would argue that this sits in that weird B-horror. So whilst not a conventional B-movie in the mm-hmm. horror world, it is kind of. Yeah, but, yeah I, I think, think it's the one just... that probably escapes that. Yeah, I, th- I think this one is just a bit beyond the cusp of being a B-movie. Right, I think it's... Review. That's it, done. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's just a bit too... Um, conventional uh aside from the initial plot which sounds quite ridiculous yeah um aside from that and the fact that it's quite poorly made um yeah there's a lot of poorly made shots that are kind of spliced together some really dodgy shots in this there was one scene uh so this is one uh, i think i watched another film a couple of weeks ago where i had to split it into two because i was just losing the will to live a little bit and i yeah. did that with this too um but on the first night, me and my partner watched it. There was a shot, and we just kind of looked at each other like, "Why does it look so different from the previous shot that's in the same place?" It's just yeah. so bizarre. It's like the it quality drops off. Like it's almost like if you watch yeah. uh, something live on TV and the quality drops off, and you've got a blurry version of what you're watching before. It felt like that, didn't it? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, it's exactly what it felt like, and it, yeah, it's just um, there's a couple things in it. There's just yeah, it's just not. It's not the best made film. No, I think the the storyline itself as well. So you've got he goes into a pretty archaic orphanage. You've got this one yeah. nice nun, and then you've got Mother Superior, who's just a complete bitch. Let's be honest. Yeah. And then she's set on getting rid of this Santa trauma that he's got, even though he watched his parents die pretty brutally. Like, re- actually, well, she really basically brutal. just doesn't believe it exists, right? Yeah, and then basically goes. You're going to sit on Santa's lap, of which did create one of the funniest scenes for me anyway in this film is where an eight-year-old absolutely rocks Santa's shit. Like, I did like that, yeah. You got knocked yeah. out by an eight-year-old. I, th- I think one of my main problems is like there could be a good film in here if you had a better writer and a better director, maybe. Um, yeah. There is a solid concept here, and I, it's just not hitting the mark for me. I get the feeling some of these sequels might very much be the best, like, the, the good B-movie. Yeah. Kind of a bit like um, a few weeks back when we spoke about Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I think one of the sequels is meant to be way better. It's kind of Yeah, like it's bizarre. But you kind of feel like you've got to go through these first ones to get to that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, okay. Which would make sense then, especially considering the kind of legacy that second one, at the very least, has. Yeah, maybe we watch that one next year. Or maybe we yeah, re-watch well. that one next year and then make a decision based on whether we think it's actually... Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so um, I, have, I have the distinct feeling, because you told me, that you enjoyed this a little bit more than I did. Yeah, I did. I think, once again, it goes into that schlocky like, slasher. Well, yeah, I suppose, because it, 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 this is this is basically a straight-up slasher movie, and um, if you've ever listened to our uh, sister podcast, The Tepid Take, you will know that Mark is a big old slasher fan yeah i have a real uh penchant for it uh, yeah. i do enjoy it 
So I think this is why for me sometimes I don't know where the line is for B-movies when it comes to this sort of thing as well. Like I think Choppy Mall I knew it was, but at the same time it could have easily not been and I wouldn't have probably noticed. Cause I yeah, Choppy so Mall's close. I think I think you could argue it either way, but I would say this is this just isn't quite one for me. Okay, maybe we might need to review our um, New Year's one. We'll have a little look at that. Oh, okay. All right. It might be down the same trap. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Say anymore. Anyway, so um, yeah, he. I think for me, when he is a eighteen-year-old, he goes and works in the shop, and then he has his twist. He dresses up as Santa. He goes on his killing yeah. spree. That's it. He's kind of like a switch in his mind. And for me, I wrote down he treats his co-workers like I, how I play Hitman. Like you just no one can catch oh, yeah. you if you kill everyone. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. As long as you get everyone in the room. I think you can basically do that in Hitman as well because there's definitely a level where you can dress as Santa. That's what I'll be doing for Christmas. Yeah, in one of the games. Couldn't, couldn't tell you which one. And I think you, a few weeks back, had a uh, Billy quote, so I'm going to put in a Catelyn quote this time around. Oh, yeah. So she said, does nobody wear bras in this film? <laughs> no. It was the 80s, of course they didn't. Literally every scene, someone unbuckles yeah. a shirt, straight boobs. It's like, okay, evidently we don't want a bra. Burn the bra. Yeah, there is a lot of boobs in this one. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's actually one less than last week's, isn't it? I think, yes, Can a singular see? nipple less. Yeah, I mean, we try and like dress this up as like we're really mature reviewing these films, but we are counting the boobs. So I think it's still twelve year olds at heart. If these get a good score in the super super sick algorithm, I don't really question that it's not a B movie either. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, this might just be a B movie. It's definitely a B movie. Maybe not a B movie. You definitely need a beer to enjoy it. I think. Do you think um, it's bad though? Does this still sit in like the parameter of putting it on bad movies? It is bad, but it's not bad in a fun way. It's just bad. It's just for me, this is just bad. Yeah. Um I like some of the stuff it's doing. Like the, the fact it follows the killer for the whole film is quite interesting. Like yeah, it's good. Slashes were only really becoming big about the sort of time this came released. When was when was Halloween? Seventy eight? Yeah, 78, and then a th- Black Christmas, which was another big one. That was 84 as well, I think. Just, yeah, so uh, you have... Check myself. And when was like Friday the 13th? That would have been 82, maybe? Oh, Black Christmas, 74. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, Friday the 13th, I think, was in the 80s, wasn't it? Uh, I think it just was, 1980. Yeah. 80. Okay, yeah, so you've got these kind of slasher icons coming out. Um, but they don't follow the clear killer as much, so for this one to do that is yeah kind of interesting. I've and not seen Black Christmas, but what was quite, quite interesting, I think, with this as well is that Santa is the the antagonist in this film, and it looks like there's another film coming out of cinema at the moment. I think it's Violent like Night. Violent Night, yeah, that kind of yeah. gave me that same vibe. And obviously, the, the naming. I think that's like... actually Santa in the film. Well, there we go. So yeah. I was like, okay, it's still kind of relevant. When even though it like, came out in the eighties, it's still got a level of yeah. people want to still emulate that. Yeah. So um, I was reading the trivia on this one, and I didn't realize it was so controversial when it came out. Did you read up on it? No, I didn't. No. Um, yeah, they pulled it from cinema after like a week. Wow. Because they were protesting the concept of like a kid's character being a serial killer. I, I get it, yeah, I get like the censorship at that time as well with certain yeah. stuff was pretty high, wasn't it? Uh, apparently, at one point, this was outperforming Nightmare on Elm Street that is before mental. they pulled it. That is mental. 
I mean, I don't know how how big was Nightmare on Elm Street when it came out. Was it an immediate success? No, I don't think it was, to be fair. Which might kind of explain that a little bit. Uh, but that definitely had more legs than this ever would have, I think. Just because this is kind of shit, I think. Yeah, see, I think for me it's the bit, the kind of ridiculous kills and stuff that give it a kind of forgiving, like where he eats. I will give you that, actually. Um, so, some of the kills were pretty good. We'll touch on them a bit more after mm. the intermission, but um, it definitely picked up after a point, which unfortunately was after my break uh, when I cut the film in this. half. Yeah, because uh, uh, it was a good 40 minutes we were watching, and then kind of nothing was happening. We were just like. It's just stick someone else on for Yeah, because this is a bit... Actually, no, the, the kill's fairly quick in this one, isn't it? I think it was chopping more that took a while. Uh, yeah, the, yeah the time to the first one was definitely longer in chopping more, but I feel like it was doing a little bit more interesting stuff. Uh, personally. Mm, interesting. You, you may argue that if you wish. Um, Right, I feel like we're kind of dancing around the kill, so maybe it's best time to go into intermission. Intermission. Da, 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 intermission. Intermission. We'll stick some jingles on here if I remember to do it in the edit. There's which no I jingles, intermission. <laughs> the beer. Yeah. So, the beer. What have you got today? Uh, I don't know how to correctly pronounce this. I've not looked it up. It's, uh, it's a Belgian beer. It's called Le Chauffe. Oh yeah, and it's got a little. Who's that little fella on the front? It's a little. Oh, it kind of looks like Santa from afar. It's like a little gnome, yeah. It's a little gnome on a unicycle with a flag that says blonde. Ooh. And this is eight percent, and it's just bloody delicious. Fucking hell, nice. It's, uh, it, if you've had Belgian beers before, like Triple Carmelai. Um, oh yeah. What's another one? Quack. Quack. Yeah, it's kind of that, that sort of range. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the, the strong. Belgian beer. I think um, this one is re-fermented in the bottle as well as in the keg. Right. So it's kind of got like a fruity, light taste to it. It's really nice. Nice. So I'm um, really enjoying it. I will buy this again. Two, yeah, two nice. beers on the trot, to be fair. What that you've enjoyed? Yeah, the banana beer last week was brilliant. This one's great. I can't wait yeah. to fuck it up next week. Um, yeah, so obviously last week I bought a uh, Sainsbury's brand yeah. of beer. Uh, so this week I've gone a little bit more interesting, although it did come from a Audi slash Lidl, whichever one I happen to be in. Um, and it is a Broughton Santa's Stout. Oh, see, I was looking for like Santa-based ones, and it just wasn't yeah, anything. Man. I was gutted. We came across this randomly. Wasn't even looking for it. Do you know what I was looking for when I bought this? The tomato beer for Attack of the Killer oh, Tomatoes. Nice. So you were like, I'm going to think ahead here. Yeah, boy. Um, I, like it, I like it. And it is oatmeal and chocolate. It's an oatmeal and chocolate stout, uh, and it is thoroughly fine. It's just okay. Not the worst I've ever had, but it ain't the best. You do get those chocolate notes, which is quite nice. It's like a dark chocolate. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about the oatmeal. Kind of feels like breakfast. I mean, you get that in a few stouts, and you. It's not like you taste the oatmeal. Okay. It's not, it's not the main like, flavour. You know when you get like chocolate ready break? That's what kind of my brain's going to when you said oatmeal and chocolate. It's not what it tastes like, but thank God. Yeah, for that. You, you definitely get the chocolate notes more than the oatmeal. <laughs> Thankfully. Um and interestingly, uh Broughton is an area that I live now, and it's from Scotland, which is an area I used to live. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
because I thought, yeah, I definitely thought it was Buckinghamshire based on the name, but well, cool. There we go. Shall we move on to the best Best kill? kill. Yeah. Um, Who went first last week? Was it you? I believe I did, but we kind of both went at the same time because it was obvious. I feel like we might be the same again. I think so, but I feel like I'm going to... I don't know whether to be the one to throw the spanner in the works this time. So I feel like you go for the obvious one and I'll go for something else. Okay, so... Because a few times we've sw- you've switched it because I've gone for the obvious one. Yeah, so I've gone with the uh, sledding, sledding beheading. Okay, oh, wow, I will have my original then because that is not what I was going to go for. Okay, so uh, for me I put it could have easily been another one, but I'm not going to say it out loud just in case it is your one. Okay. But I really like the way that you can kind of see the axe came out as the sled's coming down the hill. Yeah. And then it's kind of that it's dark enough that you can't quite see the character coming through. Yeah. And as he gets towards the bottom, you've got this headless person and then the head's rolling down. <sighs> yeah. I think it's good. It's the it, second I, week I, of headings. And I was like, this, it hit the spot for me. So I've given it quite a high score. If the head explodes, does it count as a beheading? Mm. Got no would, head. you, would you call scanners... Do they have a head? I mean, no. Then they've been beheaded. But beheading to me implies. I'm not going to get into the words for this. Like, yeah. All right. Anyway, right. What's your kill? Uh, mine is the uh, stag. Yeah. The yeah, girl Denise. being placed upon it. Um, just because up until this point, I was a little bit bored of the film. Mm-hmm. I quite liked the kill with the fairy lights. Like the yeah, first with one the he strangulation does. Strangulation lifted above his it's head. Quite good. Yeah, he goes full on uh, Hulk mode. Yeah, Jason. Uh, yeah. Um, but I feel like this is. I just wasn't expecting it. It's, it's one of those ones, and the effects were pretty good. Yeah. Um, especially based on the rest of the film, with the you kind of see the amp. So uh, what happens is he picks up this girl, and like mounts her on a stag's head that's been mounted on the wall. Um, and you kind of see the antlers go through her, and it's done quite well. I yeah, it's quite good impaling, to be fair. Like considering yeah. the I mean, amount of budget they might have had. Yeah, this is one of those scenes that I was kind of alluding to earlier when I say this is just a mean film. Yeah. Because um, there's a couple of scenes where there's just uh, naked women just being killed um, for no particular reason, mm. and like obviously it's a horror film. People are being killed for no particular reason the whole time. But it's kind of the way it's doing it is very yeah, mean-spirited. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's the only way of putting it, isn't it? It's very horrid. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of weird to kind of describe it, but that's the only way I can put it. Um, but I quite like the effect, and as deaths go, it was pretty unique, so that's why I went for that one. Ooh, I like it. Uh, what would you rate yours? See, I've given mine an 85. I think the, the beheading good, yeah. made me laugh, the way it was done. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that he just comes down the bottom of the hill on the sled still. And it's pretty good. And the, his little friend screaming was quite yeah. funny. Um, his friend survived somehow, though. Can you believe that 30 seconds ago I was set, saying and judging how mean this film was and then I laugh at that guy screaming at his friend? Yeah. Um, I've given mine a 72, which That's is, so I high. feel like, for how I feel about this film, quite high. Um, quite forgiving. So I, I feel that's all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was some okay death in this, I think. Yeah, I think, um, what else was there? There's a few other things. I think we kind of alluded, to, I think I alluded to it last week, I can't remember now, um, about 
how the robots ID'd the guy, at least. In this one, they don't ID Santa. They just shoot him in the back in front of kids. Yeah. Yeah, a deaf guy as well, apparently. Yeah, what sort of policing is that? Ridiculous. Yeah. And they almost shoot uh, Dad right in front of his daughter. Mm-hmm. They came very close to doing that. Yeah, just maybe uh, uh, keep your finger off the trigger. Chill the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, America. <laughs> I was kind of gutted as well that the you say how this was mean spirit. I kind of yeah. wanted Mother Superior to die, like because she was such. I am shocked she didn't. Cause she was a dick. Yeah, like the fact that she survived because the cop came in and killed Billy. Yeah was a shock for me and i kind of loved as well how the the, that's where it ends the film ends and there's a little boy from the orphanage just then like naughty and he then becomes the killer in the second film i'm assuming that that's his brother right i don't think it is is it not oh okay i I assumed it must have been because he his brother would have still been in the orphanage yeah that makes sense to be fair if he'd only just turned 18 but then if he, he at the start of the film he's like well his brother's a baby and he's like Six, maybe. But then he's eighteen, and when he's Santa, so the, that wouldn't have been the same age with the baby. Yeah. There's like a twelve-year difference between. Yeah. Actually, no, I think I he's. So. What is he? Is he eight when he punches? Yeah, he's eight when he punches Santa. So it's eight. Yeah, then so it jumps ten years ten difference. Years. So the kid would have been too old to be his brother. So it's just uh, another yeah. kid at the orphanage. And when he says, yeah, he's then the one that does garbage day in the second Yeah, because the kid would be at least 12, wouldn't he? Yeah. And that kid looked like, I don't know, eight. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, yeah, all right. Yeah, sadly, Mother Superior doesn't die. I was hoping for that. But... Yeah, I'm very surprised. Also, the other nun who's meant to be the nice nun, who says he can leave his room, and then he gets told off leaving his room. Dick. Yeah. Speak up, man. Just... <laughs> Stop being so nice. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, uh, bonus points? Or is there anything else you want to touch on? No, I think that's about it, to be fair. I think we were always going to differ on this one, potentially. I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, it's just not my sort of thing, I think. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's the long and short of it, and just not funny enough for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think I'm just going to give this like a... I don't know. It's got some good moments. I'll give it like an 11. I feel so like these are, being, out, these are out of 100. You're being, is that too harsh? No, because the, the bonus is out of anything, isn't it? And I think you're actually being quite nice. In previous episodes oh. where you've not liked the film, you've been real harsh. Like you've given like ones and stuff. <sighs> there were good moments in it, I think. And as I said, the concept is there. I just think it kind of The delivery is not, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the kills were entertaining enough when they happen. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just in the Christmassy spirit. That's what it is. Bah humbug. Well, yeah. I think in the, the spirit of Christmas, I'm going to give this 25. Because the 25 days of December yeah, we got before it. Christmas. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, that is all plugged in. And we have a B score of 907, which is um, Ooh. it's pretty good. It's, uh, Puts it it's about, it's just under last week's. Um, so pretty respectable. Wow, I think that's actually more forgiven than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, so it's definitely up there. Awesome. Didn't hate it. Well, I kind of did, but it's Christmas. You can't like them all, can you? I think that's the thing. There's yeah. going to be a few that yeah, we, you never we're will. always going to differ. I think that's actually quite nice as well for us. I mean, we're going out of our way to watch shit films. It's going to happen. 
Yeah. Let's hope for uh, going into the new year. We have some wonderfully shit films that we thoroughly enjoy. 100%. Is there anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap up the episode? Just Merry Christmas, bitches. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah, all that. So, thank you for listening to Beer Movies. Check us out on Instagram at Beer Movies Pod or write us an email to Beer Movies Podcast at Outlook.com. Also, check us out on Reddit because I keep forgetting to say that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's not like we have one set up yet. Yeah, if you go on Bad Movies, you'll see a lot of us. Some people, a lot of discussion in the chat. It's good. I like it. And uh, yeah. we've had some suggestions as well from there as well. So, yeah. you might be featured. We'll get there eventually. Yep, so uh, when you write us an email, let us know what B-movie or beer we should review next. And tune in next week for our New Year's Eve film, Bloody New Year from 1987. Is that like an English person saying New Year? Oh, it's bloody New Year, isn't it? (laughs) New Year, new me. New Year, new me. Uh, Yeah, never heard of it. Sounds cool. Awesome. I'm assuming it's a slasher based on that name. We'll find out. And I'll see Mm -hmm. you next year. See you next year.